0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على خير خلق الله أجمعين وعلى آله وصحبه ومن سار على سبيله ومن اهتدى بهديه وتحلى بصفاته إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم (laughs) لقد كان في Respected Ulemae kiram elders and beloved brothers in Islam, part of the system of Allah Rabbul Izzah for the protection and the guidance of humanity in this world is the noble and sacred mantle of Nubuat, risalat, and prophethood. From the very onset of human occupation in this world came the introduction of nubuwat, of prophethood. What began with Nabi Adam salam and culminated in none other than Muhammadur Rasulullah wasallam. لا نفرق بين أحد من As believers, we make absolutely no distinction when it comes to the status, the level, the maqam. Of each and every one of the was salam, every one of them was a cut above the rest. And each and every one of them was hand-picked, chosen, selected by Allah Rabbul Izzah for a very specific task. When we look at the task, the occupation, the duty of the Anbiya salam, at face value it seems to be simple and easy task. إِنَّمَا عَلَى رَسُولِنَا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينِ Every Nabi who would come into this world would make this declaration to his people. وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا الْبَلَاغُ It is our duty to merely convey the message of Allah to you. مَا أَسْأَلُّكُمْ مِنْ Ajr, We are not here to solicit funds from you. We are not here to chase after your worldly possessions. إِنَّجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَى رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينِ Our duty is to pass on the message of Allah, our reward, our recompenses with Allah Himself. Yet when we dig deeper, respected brothers and elders, we will realize and understand the task of the Anbiya, alayhim salatu was-salam, was a very complex one. Because not only were they required to verbally convey the message of Allah to the people, but these selected men of Allah were required to become living examples of the deen, the shariah of Allah in this world. And that is why when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was questioned, اَيُّ النَّاسِ أَشَدُّ بَلَاءً from all of Allah's creation in this world, who will undergo the most severe challenges and tests? Then without any hesitation, the answer came, al ثم الأمثل فالأمثل It will be the best of Allah's creation. The Anbiya alayhimussaraat wassalam whose lives in this world would be difficult. He himself, but his immediate and his extended family and friends, whose lives would be full of difficulty, full of challenges, full of trials and tribulations. What was the purpose? What was the objective? What was the maqsood? That their lives would become a lesson and a means of guidance from the ummah for the ummah till the day of qiyamah. And that is why respected brothers and elders as reciters of kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah part of our aqidah and belief system is that not only do we love, honor and respect the anbiya alayhumu salatu was-salam, but we allow ourselves to take lesson and guidance from each and every one of them. When we look into the vast galaxy of Ambiya alayhi salatu we will find in the Holy Quran that Nabi whose name was mentioned the second number of times was Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu But double the number of times that his name appears in the Quran comes the incident, the story, and the life of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. He had a very special link, a very special connection, and ta'lluk with this Ummah. And this can be gauged from the miraculous incident of Isra, of Mi'raj. Rasulullah sallallahu is taken beyond the seventh heaven. His meeting takes place with Allah Rabbul Izzah. On his return, he passes through the various heavens once again. And it is here that he meets various anbiya alayhimu sallatu wa They receive him very warmly, they welcome him, they make dua for him. But it is Nabi Musa alayhi sallam who stops to advise him, O Muhammad, Go back to Allah, ask Him to reduce the number of sara of your ummah, and that is why when Rasulullah sallallahu underwent persecution from the Quraysh, what did he say? Rahim Allahu <laughs> akhi Musa, may Allah have mercy on my brother Musa. Laka udhiya bi akthar min hada He was tested, he was challenged in a manner that was more severe than my challenges. Yet he exercised patience. I will draw inspiration from this. I will also exercise patience in the face of adversity. Nevertheless, respected brothers and elders, the incident of Nabi Musa is well known. We have heard it many a times in the 20th Jews of Quran, Surah Al-Qasas. Allah rabbul izza takes us through a large portion of the life of Nabi Musa. A very strange birth. And the circumstances surrounding it are well known. Fir'aun is the leader of the time. He is a tyrannical leader. And he sees in a dream that his kingdom will one day be destroyed at the hands of a child who will be born to the Bani Israel. Now Fir'aun is a tyrannical leader. He leads using power, using force. And therefore he goes into a state of panic and frenzy. And he passes the royal decree, every male child to be born to the Bani Israel on every alternate year has to be executed, his life has to be taken. The wisdom, the system of Allah Rabbul Izzah is such Nabi Musa alayhi salam's mother conceives and gives birth to him in the year that the royal decree was to be fulfilled. And as is the case with any parent, more so a mother, the mother of Nabi Musa becomes worried, becomes afraid. She is concerned about the safety and the well-being of her child. Allah Rabbul Izzah issues two commands to her. The first command Quran describes وَأُوْحَيْنَا ila ummi Musa an أَرْضِعِي And this is a command that is completely in line with human logic and understanding. The first reaction that any parent has and more so a mother. When there is a threat to the life or to the safety of her child, she attempts to pull that child close. She will press that child to her chest. At times the mother will attempt to physically shield the child. From whatever danger, whatever threat there is. Allah says, we inspired the mother of Nabi Musa, أَرْضِعِيهِ Begin breastfeeding your child. And then comes the second command. Unlike the first, this command completely defies human logic. فَإِذَا عليه في اليم. When the danger is imminent, the threat is real. And there is a chance that the life of your child may be taken. Then rather than pulling him close to you, place him into a box and throw this box into the river. Completely contrary to human logic. Where the parent would attempt to physically shield and shelter the child. Here the command is coming from Allah Rabbul Izzah, discard the child, throw him into the river. tahzani. Once you have complied with my command, now understand there is no need for you to be apprehensive. There is no need to, for you to have the slightest amount of fear. What is the lesson my respected brothers and elders? Allah is teaching us the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And this is something that we have to look deep within our lives and understand. Our adherence to the commands of Allah should not be based on their logical appeal. There will be those commands of Allah, those prohibitions of Allah whose logic and wisdom we can fully understand and appreciate. It is not difficult for a person to understand why he needs to show respect to his parents. It is not difficult for the parents to understand why I need to have care, compassion, affection for my child. But then there will be those commands of Allah, those prohibitions of Allah. The logic, the hikmah, the wisdom behind them we do not understand and perhaps we never will understand. But our adherence to the law of Allah, to the commands and the prohibitions of Allah is based on His command, His message. Whether I understand it or not, ulama have explained very beautifully and something that we can understand. Every faculty that Allah Rabbul Izzah has blessed us with in this world is restricted. My eyesight is restricted and deficient. Perhaps as I am seated on this chair, I can see the back of the masjid. But it is physically impossible for me to see two or three kilometers away. In the same way as you are seated here by virtue of the mic and the sound system, you are able to hear my voice. But that person who is a few hundred meters away from the masjid, it will be impossible for him to hear. In the same way, my respected brothers and elders, when it comes to our understanding and our intellect, this also is deficient. This also is restricted. The hikmah, the wisdom of Allah's commands escapes our logic. Allah is sounding out this warning and teaching us, the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, whether you appreciate the wisdom behind my commands or not. But if you will adhere to my commands and submit before me, the result will be positive. Once you have complied, now there is no need to be apprehensive. There is no need to worry. There is no need to have the slightest amount of fear within your heart. Why? What is Allah's promise? Inna ilayki wa min Not only will we take care of the safety of your child, not only will we return him to your arms safe and sound, but one step further we will bestow on him that noble and sacred position of nubuat and prophethood. This is the result when a person will comply and adhere to the commands of Allah. Respected brothers and elders, each and every one of us faces challenges within our lives. Within our social circles and family circles, there will be those times, those occasions. Where the command of Allah is in front of us, the prohibition of Allah is in front of us. It should not be that in the name of family ties, in the name of some family function, in the name of keeping somebody happy, we break and flout the commands of Allah. The promise is clear and the promise of Allah is never broken. That person who will adhere to the commands and prohibitions of Allah, Allah will make the result for him positive. Nevertheless, we move on in the incident of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wassalam He grows up, now he is at an age where if we have to ask the youngster of today, 18, 19 years of age, what is he looking forward to embarking on the next chapter of life? The youngster says, I am hoping to get married, my father will take care of me. Perhaps I am going to study, my father is going to finance my studies. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Nabi Musa grows up in the royal palace taken care of by Pharaoh. And as he reaches the age where he is looking forward to the next chapter in life, on one occasion he is walking on the road and he sees two people involved in an altercation. Allah has created the Anbiya such they are men of justice, men of equality, men of fairness. Nabi Musa quickly sums up the situation. He realizes one is the oppressor, one is the oppressed. And therefore, he steps forward and attempts to help the oppressed person. Allah had blessed him with great physical power and strength. He strikes the oppressor and unwillingly, unwittingly, this person falls down. He loses his life. Now, Nabi Musa is in a predicament. On one hand, I was brought up and fed by Firaun and his family. And here I have taken the life of one of his supporters and followers. And then he is informed from a reliable source. Fir'aun and his ministers are looking for you. The only option you have is to leave this town. You will have to go into exile or else your life will be taken. Understand respected brothers and elders, in today's time when a person leaves his hometown, he leaves because he sees greener pastures elsewhere. Perhaps he has got some investment or his CV has already been accepted. His job has already been secured in some other country. Nabi Musa is leaving Misr, leaving Egypt. His financial future is uncertain. He has no companion to travel with. He doesn't know where his next meal is coming from. But what is his response? What is his reaction? The words of Quran once again paint the picture. Rabbi sabil. As he leaves the town of Egypt, his final destination is unknown. What does he say? My Allah will make a way out for me. Allah will come to my rescue. The seed of tawakkul is being planted in the heart of Nabi Musa. And we find throughout his incident, throughout his life, trust, reliance on Allah Rabbul Izzah alone. The outcome is clear to one and all. When a person will rely on Allah, he will place his trust on Allah. Then Allah will ensure that he makes a way out for him from whatever difficulty he may find himself in. Nabi Musa leaves Egypt, and he reaches the shores of Madian. And here a very amazing incident takes place. He reaches the well of Madian. And he sees a strange sight. There are shepherds physically strong and capable. And they are giving their animals water to drink from the well. And then he sees two young girls standing aside. Nabi Musa realizes something is amiss, he goes up to them, Ma Khatbukuma, What is happening? Why are you not giving your animals water to drink? The answer comes that we are physically weaker than these strong men. Our father is at an advanced age, he is unable to assist us. And therefore we are left with no option but to wait until these shepherds are done. Then only can we take our animals forward, perhaps the entire day will come out while we are waiting here. Nabi Musa sees an opportunity to do a good deed. And again a lesson for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sometimes, my own position, my own situation in life clouds my judgment. I am unable to empathize or sympathize with the plight of others. Perhaps I am going through a rough patch financially. Perhaps I am going through some marital dispute in my home. But this does not mean that there are not, that there aren't others who are suffering the same if not worse. He sees an opportunity and he seizes the opportunity to do a good deed for the pleasure of Allah. He takes the animals, he takes them forward, he gives them water to drink and he returns them to these young girls. Nabi Musa does this solely for the pleasure of Allah. And then he takes shade under a tree. He takes rest under the shade of a tree. And then he utters that statement which is worthy of being written in gold Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khairin faqir Oh my Allah I have done my best There was an opportunity for me to please you I seized that opportunity now I am in need of your assistance Whatever you will send to me I will be grateful and I will appreciate it Once again he places his trust his reliance on Allah Rabbul Izza what is the response from Allah in a short space of time One of these two girls comes back. And she says to him, My father wishes to invite you home. He wants to reward you for the good deed that you did for us. Not only is he then given a stable job, but now his hand is given in marriage to this young girl. where he did only and solely for the pleasure of Allah, look at how Allah comes to his rescue and aid. Again, the lesson my respected brothers and elders, there will be many opportunities that we find within our lives where we are able to make a difference to someone. Perhaps it is a smile, perhaps it is a caring and gentle word to somebody who is going through a difficult time. Perhaps it is some financial assistance we can give to someone who is less fortunate than us. But don't let that opportunity go begging. Do it solely and only for the pleasure of Allah and see the results. Not just in the akhirat. But in this world also see how Allah comes to your rescue and aid when you are in need. On this point, and I wish to digress, a very important point is mentioned by the ulama of tafsir. The incident of Nabi Musa surrounding the well of Madian is well known described in Quran. But there is one point that the ulama of tafsir draw our attention to. When Nabi Musa reaches the well, he finds, and Quran paints the picture of the scene, وَوَجَدَ مِن دُونِهِمْ أُمْرَأَتَيْنِ تَذُودَانَ Nabi Musa sees these shepherds at the mouth of the well. And then he sees these two young women standing aside. In other words, they were not mixing with those men. They understood their position and their place. They waited for their chance and then they went forward. Two lines later, Allah then paints the picture of this young girl coming back to Nabi Musa. And perhaps from the hundreds and thousands of adjectives Allah could have used to paint the picture of this young girl as she approaches Nabi Musa. What does Allah say? فَجَاءَتْهُ إِحْدَاهُمَا تَمْشِي عَلَى اِسْتِحْيَاءَ She comes walking back in a state of complete modesty and bashfulness. Ulama of tafsir go one step further and mention the narration. What does she say to him? Oh Musa, you walk ahead of me. I will walk behind you and guide you. Why so that you do not see the shape of my body as I walk ahead of you? In, a, in less than half a page of Qur'an, what is the picture Allah is painting? That the overwhelming quality and attribute of these young girls was haya, bashfulness and modesty. Throughout the annals of Islamic history, respected brothers and elders, open any book of Sirah, open any book of, of, of tarikh, of history. And we will realize and understand the quality that the women of the past prided themselves on was that of haya, of modesty. In today's time, unfortunately, this is something that has to be said. We are living in an era that is dominated by feminist ideology. And the sincere mu'min, the sincere believer at times finds himself caught up in this as well. On one hand, my respected brothers and elders, the responsibility of our woman folk to take care of their hayah, their modesty, their bashfulness. But together with this equally, if not more important, is the responsibility Allah has given to you and I as fathers, as husbands, as brothers, as menfolk. Where Allah declares in no uncertain terms, Ar-rijal-u We have given each and every one of you authority over the women who are in your care. On one hand, their responsibility to take care and protect their hayah and modesty. But more important than that is the responsibility Allah has given to you and I. As men folk that we take care of the haya and the modesty of our woman folk. It should not be in the name of some walima, some wedding, some family function. And I am happy that my wife is being spoken to by strange men. My daughters are dressed inappropriately and I don't I don't think I don't give it a second thought the command of allah the prohibition of allah is clear and will be clear till the day of qiyamah 99% of the ills of society my respected brothers and elders can be pinned down to a lack of haya and modesty amongst the ummah this is no longer something that we can turn a blind eye to what is our responsibility the warning in the hadith is very serious who does not who is not protective over the haya of his wife and children he does not take care of their modesty, then Nabi ﷺ distances himself from such a person. Allah is painting the picture and a message is being given to the ummah of Rasulullah wasallam, that if you wish to be successful, not only in the hereafter, in this world as well. If you wish the ummah to progress and to be seen as a successful ummah, if you want your community to be successful, if you want your society to be progressive, then you will go, have to go back to the threshold of nubuah and understand the morals and values that Allah has laid down. The haya and the modesty of our woman folk is something that is not up for discussion. On one hand, respected brothers and elders, Allah has created us, weak. Each and every person knows the deepest, the, the deepest and darkest skeletons in his closet. I am in no way claiming that I am a hundred percent in, in, in submission to the command and the will of Allah. Each and every one of us understands our weaknesses and our shortcomings. But understand as long as we know what is correct and what is incorrect, as long as we acknowledge that I am weak, I am incapable, I am unable to fulfill the law of Allah, there will still be a chance. It should not completely go about justifying, breaking the commands of Allah. The incident of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, respected brothers and elders, time has almost expired. There are various lessons, guidance that we can take. And not just Nabi Musa, every single of the, every one of the anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, their lives, their incidents are full of wisdom, full of lesson, full of guidance. Allah has left it to us in the noble Quran, in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is up to you and I how much of guidance do we wish to take. Where the end result is guaranteed success in this world, in Qabr and Akhirat. Remember my respected brothers and elders, there will be challenges in our lives in this world. Every day the challenges will become more severe, every night the challenges will become more severe. To hold on to the deen of Allah, the words of Rasulullah alaihi are true. Kal qabidi al-jamr will become like holding on to a burning piece of coal. In the morning, a person will be regarded as a man of iman. By nightfall, iman will have been stripped from his heart. But together with this, there is no need for us to fall into a state of despondency. Allah has left the solutions for us. Remember my respected brothers and elders, every day, every moment of our life, we are faced with two choices. Uphold and fulfill the command of Allah or violate the command of Allah. If we will... Make that difficult choice. And no matter, come what may, we will adhere to the command of Allah. What will be the outcome? Remember, when a person's eyes will close, there will be three things that will come with him to the graveyard. His wealth, his family, and his actions. But the moment the sand is placed on his body, his family and his wealth will return home. The car that he drove yesterday will now be driven by somebody else. The wife whose hand he held yesterday will be held by somebody else. The shop keys that he prided himself on carrying will be carried by somebody else. His investments will be signed over to somebody else's name. The only thing that will be with him for comfort, for solace, for protection in his grave will be his iman and his a'mal. It is up to us how much of an effort we make to preserve and protect our iman and our a'mal. Allah give tawfiq wa akhiru dawana, and Alhamdulillah,